The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Bethany. And I'm Anthony Garcia. And this is the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. In this day and age of filters and heavy editing, we believe in sharing the real and raw parts of marriage, parenthood, and real freaking life that often get filtered over. Every week, we share next level real life confessions from our audience. You'll either feel seen, highly entertained, or maybe even both. Come hang with us and catch a new episode every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss a single confession. It's Mariana and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. I am so excited for this episode because it is with Ashley Tisdale. Her brand launched earlier this year. I'm sure you've seen it all over Instagram. It's called Being Frenchie and it's available at Target. And we talked in this episode about why she wanted to launch at Target, what she learned from failure of launching a previous brand before and how she used that to create her new one and also how she manages anxiety, the anxiety that she felt through her last failure and then how that inspired her new brand. So if you guys want to hear from Ashley, keep listening. Now let's listen to Ashley. When you were little, did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up? I was three years old when I started. I think I kind of just naturally fell into it and I really enjoyed it. And so I kind of always knew what I wanted to do, I guess, in a weird way. And you've been working for a long time. Your entire life. My (laughs) entire life. Yeah. I always tell people the pandemic was the longest period of time I've ever had off in my life. What did you do to like just relax during that time? Are you, did you not relax? (laughs) I like, I'm not someone that's very good at being home a lot. I also had lost our dog two years prior. So it was really hard for me to be home. I loved, I was working on like a Netflix show and then a CBS show. And so I remember like having hiatuses on the CBS show and I'd come home and I'd be like, couldn't just sit still in the house. And my husband was just like, okay, well, you know, maybe you're just like, obviously talk to my therapist about it. So it was really interesting that when the pandemic happened, I was kind of nervous being like, oh my gosh, like I'm not going to be on set right now. And, but I was actually the most present I've ever been. I did a lot of yoga. I did a lot of like kind of these small rituals that really helped ground me and help me feel really good. And it's just like, honestly, I just I'm always about energy. And so like opening windows, lighting candles, like it just made me feel like a better energy in the room or the house that I was in. And then I obviously was always I still was working. I still was like finding ways to work because that's just my nature of like, I'm not someone to sit still and do nothing. So I actually had launched my blog Frenchie like a couple months into it. And so you were working on the blog. You're taking care of yourself at home. What were some of your self-care rituals that you were doing? A lot of obviously baths. Like I'm obsessed with a good bath. And I just I'm someone who loves to like create like a whole spa environment. I also was really into uh, aromatherapy. So I have a diffuser and I would just like I just loved the idea of like coming into the house and like being like, oh, this smells good. I was hiking a lot. You know, a lot of things that I do was just very uh I guess it actually was like the, what started being Frenchy was that I started to see how my mood was lifted with fragrance. And so a lot of the stuff that I like with aromatherapy and stuff that would relax me. But a lot of the rituals I did was just staying active, but also allowing myself to feel like it was OK if I didn't want to. I wasn't one of those people that was like, I'm going to work out and be like, come out of this pandemic. You know, everybody thought it was going to be a month being like, I'm ripped. I was just kind of like, 
I'm going to eat what I want to eat and I'm going to like take care of myself because right now my anxiety is at an all time high. I think everybody, we all were. It was the first time in my life that I could actually just be home and have a routine because for so long I was traveling for work. I was flying. I had no routine. I had no schedule. I was literally just like flying, landing, working. And then I could actually like, I kept interviewing people on the podcast and they were like, oh, morning routine and nighttime routine changed my life. And I'm like, okay, if all these really smart, successful people swear by their morning routine, there's got to be something to this. And then I actually figured out the routine that works for me. I've tried my best to maintain it now, but it really sets the tone for my entire day. See, I'm not great at routines. I'm good at like making rituals. That has been the hardest thing for me is like, I love a schedule because it calms me down. And I'm used to like, even growing up, I went to like regular school, public school and stuff, even though I was working in the business. And what I loved about it was that I was always knew where I was supposed to be. When I graduated high school, I was like, what do I do with my life now? Like, if you give me so much time, I'm like, I don't know how to structure it. Like, I just didn't know. And I still don't sometimes have a handle on my schedule. So it's like the routine part I'm still working on, but I definitely know a good ritual. (laughs) Okay. So when did you start working on the brand? When did it become an idea? Well, when Frenchie, Frenchie had been like, my blog was an idea for years prior because I really had to work through things before I was able to launch that. And a lot of that actually was inspired by a really stressful time in my life when I was owning a company and had taken over something that I really wanted to, uh, I had like a reason why to, and I was like, okay, I really want to take this over and like make people feel beautiful. And I was really left to myself and I had no team. I had no one working on it with me. I had an investor and it was really stressful. And so I had gone through a really, that was when like my anxiety and depression came to a head. And so I was like meeting with a lot of holistic doctors and even regular physicians being like, something's wrong with me. Like something's wrong with my head. (laughs) They're like, that's anxiety. I was like, no, no, no. I think it's something worse. (laughs) And so I learned through that process that living a cleaner lifestyle was actually really good for our well-being. It's just wild because at that time of my life, I felt like I failed at something for the first time, like truly failed. And so I was super emotional. I remember crying on my balcony, just being like, I'm done. (laughs) Like, this is it. And it's so crazy how like just two years later, just actually the path that I was taking and what I wanted to do like actually happened. And it's it's just about my mom always likes to remind me like you didn't fail. And I'm like, it's okay. I failed because I got back up and I like moved forward. And so Frenchie was based off that experience of really learning like everything I went through to like combat the anxiety and like learn my triggers and really kind of get to know myself and not my like the parts that are beautiful and the parts that are not so beautiful. But also I would hike all the time and think of ideas being like, I really want to share my experiences through plastic surgery, which is, you know, just obviously being vulnerable. And I've never done that. I've always kind of kept my social media presence very separate from who I am personally, because in this business, I've always been like an actress. And then I'm like myself at home. It was going to be the first time I was letting people in. And that took a couple of years for me to like really be okay with. And so once I was like, I think I can handle this. And I launched talking about my explant journey with implants. And so it was exciting for me because honestly, I hadn't been inspired since the project that I had failed at. (laughs) So to me, I was excited to just do a blog and just to like share experiences and not products. It was just like, oh, I love that I'm able to just like be creative. And then being Frenchie actually 
started to form when I started to see actually how successful Frenchie was and that there was this big community that I would DM with, you know, on the being Frenchie, uh, the Frenchie socials. And I was really seeing what people needed. And it was just such a weird time because I never thought about launching it during the pandemic because I was actually going to launch it in, I think, February. But then everything was shutting down. I was like, this is not the time to launch it. Like, what are we doing? And so I waited for that summer too. But to see everybody kind of at home really wanting to talk about and connecting with each other, I just started to see that there was like a real need for wellness. And I think that just with my experience and expertise and like creating my own kind of grounding rituals, it just felt like the most, I think, authentic thing to do. Let's take a quick break to tell you about Little Words Project. So sometimes, you know, life is just a little bit funny where you're doing something, you just need like a little reminder in life. And sometimes you're looking for a sign or a note or a word or something just to remind you of the things you're going through and how to get through them. And so one of my favorite things is to have words around me because it's just a constant reminder. And one of my favorite things to do that with is with jewelry. Little Words Project is the original word bracelet founded on the belief of being kind to yourself and others. Little words are made to be worn, loved, and one day passed on to someone who needs that word of encouragement more than you do. And the best part, each bracelet has a unique code on the tag so you can register on their website so you can track where your bracelet goes as it inspires from wrist to wrist. A few of the bracelets I think you guys might love are the ones that say good energy and they have an evil eye. Mama, which is also a favorite that I love to get when my friends are expecting or as a really cute gift. There's one that says keep going because we always need a little reminder. And regular and custom bracelets make great gifts for everyone on your list this holiday season at an amazing price. Want to empower yourself and spread kindness to others with the original word bracelet? Well, we have a special offer for my listeners. Go to littlewordsproject.com slash Mariana or enter Mariana at checkout for 30% off your first order. It's the best offer you can try, limited time only. That's littlewordsproject.com slash Mariana for 30% off your first order. You can also find Little Words Project at Target, Nordstrom, or one of their flagship stores. Thanks, Little Words Project. How do you get over that fear of failure to start something again? Because a lot of times people would have taken that and been like, never going to start another company. Yeah. Basically, actually, when I had gone through the anxiety, I had done this book called Attacking Anxiety and Depression. And one of the one of the actual subjects was fear of failure and how we keep ourselves from doing something that we might actually succeed at because we're scared. And so going through that, I would say that my sister actually went through something similar to this. And I was, I had just had gone through, through it in that same time. So I was just like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. And this is so sad, but I was like up at like, I had insomnia at the time too. So I was up at 2am Googling celebrities who have failed at things. No, (laughs) I was so like, it was also just the pressure of like, just everything around what I do and like being more public, you know, like it just was such a horrible feeling. And so I just, I think in that moment was like, it's okay. You have to let go. It was so many red flags in this kind of like company that I was taking over that I should not have done, but I just like decided to do. And to be honest, I think that in that moment after I felt like I failed, I just kind of let it go and just looked for something that was inspiring. Like, and that's where what led me to Frenchie was that I was like, I want to be creative again, but I just wanted to feel inspired again. So I think like just take your time 
and know that there's a lot of people that fail. And it's like actually one of the things that a lot of successful people go through. You can Google it. <laughs> well, but I like that you're sharing it because then other people are like, oh, it's possible regardless of like the level that you're at in your career, it happens. And then you yeah. go on to do something great again afterwards. It's all about just getting back up and moving forward and knowing that you can and you like I would just say that I wasn't like I got back up and I was like I'm gonna do this again like hell no I was like I don't even want to like think about doing a company situation again or products you know like that was too hard for me so I think that it was just like little things that would guide me to like obviously being Frenchy, which was like being creative again being inspired again being feeling safe to know that like maybe this was the right thing you know so I think there's just like moments where it was just like baby steps back mm -hmm. into everything. Okay, so I think with every failure, you learn something from it. So yeah. the first time you were coming into this company, there was an investor. It wasn't the right scenario for you. What did you learn from that to go start your own business? I learned to recognize the red flags, to recognize that when something's probably not right for you, it will show you it's not right for you. It was a very hard thing to do. It was not easy. Even finding a team of people to help me it was so rough. Like there were times I was in a makeup room on my Netflix series, putting in discount codes on Shopify to sell product. Like, I, I mean, it was the worst thing. Like I went through business school for sure that first year. So I think it does prepare you in ways for like obviously what I'm doing now. So I think that there's just those, there's two things. There's like going to be stuff that you're like, oh shoot, I'll never do that again. But then there's stuff that I honestly would not have Frenchie without that. So it's amazing to see kind of that journey and that it is all about the journey. It's not about like the end goal, you know, like and I still was learning that even before being Frenchy came out. I had this one night where I was like really freaked out and crying to my husband being like, I don't know, like I just, you know, who knows what this thing will do and like all of this stuff, because obviously it was the kind of trauma that I'd been through with um, what I'd gone through in the past. But actually in that moment, I remember being like, what am I really trying to do? Like, wh what is this like kind of hamster wheel that I'm on? And I felt like I was on a hamster wheel for years and it felt like I was trying to do something that was as successful as something I've done in my past. And I just was like, you know what? That's okay if I, if I don't, because there's no way I could like replicate that. And why would I want to? It's some, something completely different. And so when I started to realize like, I, it's okay if I never do, that's when I really truly let go. And then honestly, like it's been such a success that I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy because it's not about that. Like to me, it's like that journey. And I think what being Frenchie stands for is that, you know, I actually had Instagrammed it, but it was like seeing it. I'm going to get like emotional, but it was seeing it at Target, you know, because I never like I guess in the moment that I failed, that was like really wanted this makeup line was in Target. And so to just see it there was like the success. For me. <laughs> I'm crying for you because I know the feeling like the first time we saw our brand in store and I can tell how authentically you this brand is and you're passionate about it. And I'm so excited for people to learn more about the brand <laughs> here because it's like there's so many brands we see people put their name on something. It doesn't work out. But like you really are so genuine and passionate about this. And it came from like a love and a time that you really needed this for yourself. And so I'm so happy it's available at Target. Thank you. Because I was going to ask you like, why Target? Why did you want to go there? Because I know what it's like for us, like your dream retailer. There's just something yes. about seeing it when you walk into the shelves. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. So special. For me, I've always been just a huge fan of Target because I shop there myself, but also because throughout the years of knowing who follows me, I've just always wanted to create products that my fans and followers could could afford. And so it's really about the price point and making really great products for an amazing price point. And that to me, I also love like how uh just, I don't know, like Target, I, it's just always been something. It's like one of those things where you get lost in the store and buy so many things. And it's just like, it's my favorite place. <laughs> if I'm having a bad day, I'll literally drive to I'll drive to Target. I'll yeah. go and I park and I literally just like walk around. I'll walk up and down the aisles. I'll be like, okay, I need like new pens today. I want like a new <laughs> yes. notebook. And I'll just like wander Target and I feel so much better when I leave. It's like a little Target visit in Starbucks. And it I'm just happy. makes you feel so good. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Okay, so how did this um, happen with Target? Did you approach them? Yes, I okay. did. I, you know, we had developed what we wanted to do. I had actually met with Mesa, the company that I work with. And so we had developed everything together and then we had pitched it to Target. And it was always going to be like that to me was, you know, where I wanted to be. And so I was just very excited when they were really excited about the line. And Mesa's amazing because they had the Kristen S was there. So I feel like partnering with someone who really understands the retailers you want to be at, the price point you want to sell, and who has other great brands in their portfolio. I'm sure you've learned so much from them. Yes. Yeah. So, so much. And it's just like, you have to obviously have a team that you trust. And I'm so proud of like everything that we do and develop. I'm just like, I don't know. There's just it, it's I think that to me, successful, you know, lines, I think all come from like that kind of magic between each other. Someone's trying the brand for the first time. What are your favorite scents? Where should they start? I would say I would start with the discovery set because that's like every single scent. And you can find out like which obviously which scent you love the most. It's hard for me because I obviously love every single one. I always tell people it's just really about like what mood I'm in. And I mean, cashmere vanilla is like one of our best sellers. That is just like a funny story, too, because all of these are based off of my candles that I have at home. But cashmere vanilla was based off of my love for making jasmine rice from Trader Joe's. <laughs> and when we were developing the line, I was like, we have to and like we just have to capture that scent. It like makes my whole kitchen smell so good. And they were actually able to in the lab put like a bubble around the yeah. rice maker. Yeah. And they captured it. And so it's so crazy to see so many people love this scent. I'm like, it's based off of Trader Joe's jasmine rice, which is it's so yummy. But yeah, cashmere vanilla is great. Solar Fleur, I love to use during the day. I always kind of start my day off with citrus amber. It really just depends on like Mm -hmm. exact like what mood you want to be in. And what do you like before bed? Oh, well, lavender cloud. That's basically like I just like douse myself like I have the hair body. I mean, I have everything, but I'm like, I think the things that people love are like the hair body and linen mist. I always spray that on my pillow. We have a hair mask in the lavender cloud, bath bombs in the lavender cloud. It just the scent like immediately makes you just like unwind and feel restful and it feels so good. And it's so important, like if you struggle with anxiety or depression that those kind of like nightly rituals really do help for better sleep. But also everybody loves a soothing body serum stick, which has magnesium in it. So it helps relax you. And so it's just so nice because you can just like target the areas that are feeling more tension. And obviously I have TMJ and (laughs) neck tension, so it comes in handy. 
I take magnesium every night and I had somebody actually, I was recording a podcast and they're like, oh, you can put it on your body too. Yeah. And I haven't tried that yet. So I need to, because it's like, I think tech neck and like looking at my phone. And- oh yeah. I'll send you one. I mean, you should have it already, but we'll send you it because it is honestly like I've had some people be like, it's life changing. Like Amazing. I will have just like, you know, from working out like my hands, you know, just crazy. And I'm put it on the night before completely gone the next day. The holiday season is among us. And one of my favorite things to do is when I go to any kind of party, my mom always taught me don't show up empty handed. So I always want to have something with me. I usually take like a gift or a drink. And I definitely do this a little selfishly for myself because I want to bring something with me that I actually want to enjoy and drink when I go to an event or a party or something like that. So one of the things that I think you guys might want to take with you this holiday season is Sprit Society. Spritz Society was founded on the idea that taste matters and Spritz Society was created because life's too short for drinks that you don't love. The brand was built by an engaged and passionate community of spritz lovers. So thousands of people were surveyed on what they wanted from their perfect drink, from flavors, packaging, and more. And they even voted on their four original flavors, grapefruit, blood orange, pineapple, lemon, as well as their most recent launch, peach. Spritz Society takes all natural, recognizable ingredients and packs them into convenient sparkling canned cocktails that you can take anywhere. They're low-calorie, low-sugar drinks with 6% ABV, and they've got the five iconic flavors to choose from, grapefruit, blood orange, peach, pineapple, and lemon. I love anything peachy and pineapple, so those are some of my favorite flavors. And if you're not sure what to try first, then get the Spritz Society Variety 8-pack, and that has all the four original flavors, and add peach to your cart and complete the whole set. And thanks to our friends at Spritz Society, you can try their iconic sparkling cocktails for 10% off using code Mariana on SpritzSociety.com. That's code Mariana for 10% off on SpritzSociety.com. S-P-R-I-T-Z Society.com. Okay, I want to talk about anxiety because you've talked about it a few times now. So how do you feel in your current state about anxiety? Are you managing it? Yes. Yeah, I've always felt like I can manage it ever since I learned the tools to, but then there just can be like flare-ups, I would say. And what are some of the tools that you use? Uh, Meditation's a big one. Mm -hmm. I meditate every morning. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm bad and I forget. Or I'm just like one of those morning people that like loves to like, obviously I have a baby. So I'm just like, let's just go and get ready for her to wake up. And so I'm like really energized. But meditation is key because I notice that when I haven't meditated, I get easily triggered throughout the day. And so sometimes actually when I have a flare up, I was a couple of months ago feeling like very anxious. I would do those check-ins actually throughout the day. So I would meditate like a couple times a day. And that really helped kind of just like make your nervous system kind of relax. But also therapy, you know, I always talk to my therapist if I'm feeling like kind of funky, but I also just like this book that I I have to say the book is like so helpful because therapy is great and I love talking to someone. But this book that I found was from a makeup artist on set when I was feeling the most anxious and I did it six years ago and I've repeated it and it's so amazing. But it's this Lucinda Bassett. It's so old school. I think it's like from like maybe like late 90s or something. I don't know. But she has you do homework. And I think that that's really interesting because you know, it takes time to obviously learn like your triggers and and how to make yourself feel better. I have so many people that come to me, friends that are like, what do I do? And they want a quick fix. And I'm like, well, you've had anxiety for a long time. So it's going to take time to like be able to manage it. That I just do like 30 minutes in the morning when I'm having a like a kind of moment. And it's just so great because it just it, it, there's these recordings, these CDs. That's the only thing. It's CDs. CDs. Yeah. 
So you have to like, I I had to get like some sort of thing for my computer to play it. But it's like these group sessions where people talk about stuff and like what if thinking and even the schedule stuff that I forget that Mm -hmm. like, you know, sometimes like you have to create those boundaries and an anxious person sometimes like overloads their schedule. And so that's just like where I was. And I realized, oh, yeah, I got to, you know, instill my boundaries again. So I don't know. I felt like the the books are always really helpful. And meditation, do you like apps? Do you do it on your I own? I do. Yeah. I love the Expectful app because, that. oh, my gosh, I started it while I was pregnant and I still do it. It's amazing. Okay. It has like little quotes at the end that are so like inspiring and cool. And then I also have Insight Timer, which I okay. do a lot. Amazing. I, I love meditation apps, but I think I've done every single meditation in the app that I have right now. Oh so I'm God, like, yeah. I feel like I need a new try one. Respectful. It's okay. really good. I'm going to try this one next. And then as far as like for myself, I know there's certain things that make me feel more anxious. Like if I have more than two coffees a day, yeah. if I scroll up my phone before night, are there any things that you've eliminated from your day to kind of lessen it? Um, When I am in a, you know, a couple months ago when I was feeling more anxious, I will cut out a second cup of coffee. But I think other than that, to be honest, like my stuff is like feeling stuck. So flights are scary for me, you know, because I'm like, okay, I'm going to be stuck on this plane for a minute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's just like where I get triggered. But I think that, yeah, I mean, basically like meditation really does help with, you know, the stuff. I am someone who like weirdly can do coffee a lot. A lot of my friends are like, how can you do coffee? And I'm like, well, I can differentiate it just being like, kind of excited energy mm-hmm. versus anxious energy. Second cup of coffee, I feel so anxious. And then I'm literally checking my heart rate and I'm like, am I going to have a heart attack? And then I'm like, then I start freaking yes. out. Yeah, this it's like the spiral. Yeah, the what and, then I just, and then I'm like Googling everything. I'm like, oh my God. So I, I like ended up getting this doctor that's available 24 seven. It's like this service. So just in case in the middle of the night, if I needed something, I could like call someone. Oh my so God. This is how anxious That's I amazing. I, I have one of those too. <laughs> that definitely helps. Yeah. I actually also did this book called Your Power to Heal. Okay. I found it at the Nepenthe bookstore in Big Sur. It was right after I lost my dog, Maui. And I was like looking for obviously anything that was healing. And I started reading it. And it's so amazing because it talks about like not being victim to disease or basically like anything and like stresses can cause a lot of sickness. And so it teaches you to kind of desensitize yourself from your like traumas. And it could be like a small like a car accident or something like just random that could be technically a trauma. So you clear these things to not be triggered by them. And it's a book that I like purely live by because when the pandemic happened and everything was happening, I like started doing the book again. And it's so good. And it talks about, you know, obviously anxiety and stuff and how just like something in our body that's like our body stores certain like, you know, things that we've gone through. And so I feel like when you do when you clear all that stuff mm-hmm. out, it kind of helps. This is book I keep seeing the body keeps scrying to read it. And I keep oh, seeing yeah, so it's probably many a lot like that. I've heard about that. Yeah, I keep seeing so many people post the cover of it. I'm like, I need to get it. And I need to be in like the right mind space, like read this book. Yes. But I definitely feel that within my own self of like, Yes. Yeah. Because it's interesting. Like I'm the same way where I'm like, oh my God, what is that? My chest hurts. Like, oh my God, what's this? You know? And so I think like just kind of realizing that you're not victim to something actually helps you feel more powerful in in the moment. Okay. So I want to ask you, where do you find fulfillment professionally and personally? I find fulfillment professionally, just obviously through work. Like I just love being creative. I remember when I first got with my husband, I was just like, man, 
I was kind of just really doing acting and I love acting. It's always my main passion. But I felt like when I'm not working on a job, I felt like I was just like not doing anything. And I just had this feeling that I was like meant to do other things besides it. So having these like creative outlets and obviously, you know, now having a company where I get to be creative all the time, it just it feels really good. And I love that. And then I feel personally fulfilled, obviously, by my family and my daughter. She's the best. I love that. And then what are your favorite parts about working on the brand? Like, what do you love to do? I love to develop. I love the development part. I would say the hard part for me is the marketing side of it. Like, I that is just the hardest. I think that I know how to market things. Like, I'm behind all of my TikToks of (laughs) Sharpay in the office. (laughs) That's purely my ideas. But I would say that's the hardest part is because you've developed something and now you have to get everybody on the team to understand your vision and how that comes to life. So that is always the scariest and hardest part for me because I'm like, okay, like, you know, I'm, I'm up against a lot of celebrity brands, like you said. I mean, I've been one of those people that like obviously loves, you know, working with brands and stuff. And so obviously this is different. And so I just wanted to make sure that people knew that Frenchie, it's such an authentic piece of my life. It's everything that, you know, I get to finally like write and just like not feel like my words are taken away or misconstrued in interviews. And so it really is something that was just pure personal, like all of that being vulnerable. And so of course, the line has to reflect that. And I'm in I'm in I'm literally in every single piece of it. Like, I'm not someone who can just hand over like uh, something and be like, cool, like, I'm just gonna put my name on it. Like, to be honest, like, I've never been that way. Like, even working with a brand, I'm like, very much like talking to them being like, okay, well, this is what I think we should do. Like, I maybe it's a controlling side of me. But I have construction at my house right now. And I'm project managing that no. besides everything <laughs> that I'm doing, you know, like, I don't have someone managing. I am the manager. (laughs) Like it's just who I am as a person. So for me, I've never been that way. And of course, I didn't want that to come across that way either. And so and I feel like actually seeing the reviews and seeing people talk about it, I'm so glad they can. I think they see what what is authentic and what isn't, you know. So if you guys are shopping Black Friday sales from now until Friday, November 26th, Macy's online Black Friday event is saving you big on the essentials and gifts you've been waiting to snatch up all year from appliances. Hello, if you guys need a stand mixer and cookware to bedding and self-care staples, you'll find great prices for the picks you need in every room. Plus shop specials on the latest clothing trends, designer handbags, jewelry, and your fave beauty brands. And chip away at your gift list with big savings on gifts like watches and wireless headphones. And don't forget super fun toys, cozy winter gear, and unique finds that the kids in your life will get excited about. So check out Macy's.com before November 26th. That's Macy's.com. It's never too early to start thinking about some gifts you want to get for yourself. And here are a couple of my favorites from their site. I love this black leather moto jacket from Lauren by Ralph Lauren. It's a black leather jacket with silver details. There's also a really great leather trench coat. And I love wearing trenches. They just feel like a really elegant elevated piece of clothing to put on top. It also makes an entire look. I also love that this jacket comes in petite size. You guys can find this one on here by Tahari. There are also so many other great coats like a belted wrap coat from Cole Haan or a Michael Kors leather coat. So all of these things are going on my holiday wish list. 
And I love to get people gifts for their homes for the holidays. I just feel like it's a special thing that you want to use over and over again. And everyone can always use something extra for their home. And I'm so excited to get so much of my holiday shopping done during the sale time because then I can get really great gifts for people. So you guys can shop from now until November 26th at Macy's.com. How are you managing your time between your house and then also a family, a business, work? You know, I don't know how I do, honestly. Like, I don't know if anybody really knows how to balance it very well. It's just like some weeks I'm like killing it as a mom and some weeks I'm killing it as like, you know, like in my business. And I don't know. Everything is just so different now when you have a child. It's so... I used to kind of be able to just like juggle it all and do it really well. And now I'm like, okay, it might take a couple of days to get back to somebody and that's okay. But I think that it's just always like a kind of flowing thing where you're, I'm still learning. I think I'm still going to always try to figure that out. It's just so hard, but I love being able to work from home. That was like such a highlight during the pandemic that I was able to develop this wellness line. So it's like you're <laughs> taking baths all the time and like, using different formulas, product development. I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) And I'm pregnant throughout the whole thing. And then obviously just being with her there every day and like, you know, just she's a part of it. Yeah, she's a part. She's a piece of basically like everything, to be honest. I love that. Okay, so as a brand founder, what other brands, businesses, founders do you respect and love and why? I mean, obviously you. I mean, I love what you've created. (laughs) I think you're amazing. I think, you know, there's so many people I, I love and and love what they do. Obviously, like from very early on, I thought Jessica Simpson was such like I felt like she was what she had taken and done, I thought was pretty amazing. Jessica Alba, you know, she's obviously with the Honest Company. I loved seeing that people were doing other things and were able to because that was in the very early time of kind of branching out and doing stuff. And now I feel like it's super accepted, which is awesome. But I also love Shay Mitchell with bass. Like I'm a huge bass lover. Like I love that luggage. But yeah, there's so many, so many different people. I feel like I just love great products and, you know, I think that's oh, and I also love actually Road is another one. Haley, what I, I think that's I love that stuff too. And I think all of those brands are so authentic to those founders. And that's yeah. why with the both of the Jessicas, they've had businesses for so long. And then I go through the airport, and I see base everywhere. Yeah. So it's yeah. like the brands are so authentic and road, like everyone really can tell that you actually like these brands. And I feel the same passion yeah. with you. I also love Mad Happy and oh, Rare Mad Beauty Happy's too. So like good. Selena's obviously. I love what people you know, that it's not just a brand, that there is something besides that, that, you know, with Mad Happy, like they, obviously it's all about mental health. And I love that. I love their sweats too. Like the quality is so good. Whenever I buy stuff, I was like, wow, these are just really, really nice I'm a huge sweats fan. (laughs) They're very the same. I like have so, whenever they send them to me, I'm like, okay, I'm keeping all of these. (laughs) These are all going in my drawers. So if someone's listening, they want to support you, they want to support the brand, what's the best way we can support you? I mean, obviously, a follow Frenchie and being Frenchie. And then also, Ashley, if you want to, and go to Target and, and try, you know, maybe try some of the stuff and see if you like it. I'm, I hope you do. And what's coming next for the brand? What can we look forward to? Well, obviously, some we're going to be extending some of the uh, products. And also, we're developing new scents, which is exciting, and possibly tools. Amazing. So, yeah. And if someone wanted to get on your PR list, like if someone's like an influencer is listening, how can they get Frenchie? Oh my God. DM, obviously. Okay, I'm seeing great. all of it. Okay, I'm great. I'm literally, I'm on Frenchie. I'm on being Frenchie's account. Like it's literally right here. And I 
see everything. I see when people comment and also DM. And I love, I just love connecting. You know what it is? It's I love connecting with people about something that's super important to me. Amazing. Well, maybe you'll get a DM back from Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming <laughs> Thank on. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.